there has to be a change of our thinking. In order to tap into your power, it begins with your thinking. <laughs> your thinking will produce whatever you think. <laughs> bad thinking brings bad fruit. Allow me, allow me, allow me, allow me to, to read. It says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ, who has accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, has become a new person. Your spirit has awakened. God is spirit. When Adam and Eve ate of the tree, they died spiritually. Therefore, the need become born again spiritually came in fall. The old life, the dead spirit is gone. <laughs> now, after you're born again, a new life has now begun. And all this is a gift, not by works, not by how good you are. It's a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ Jesus, which means that we was once enemies with God. But because God so loved us, that, that, that the sacrifice of Jesus Christ brought us back. He brought us back. And God has given us, now that you've been brought and bought back, God has given us the task of reconciling other people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. He who made the world, Colossians, Christ made everything that is made. So of course he came to win back what he made. Reconciling the world to himself. No longer counting people's sins against them. Listen, our God is a holy God, which means that the penalty of sin had to be paid, but he paid it himself. Yeah, you ought to give God some shout on that. Hallelujah. Then he gave us this wonderful message that you can be reconciled, that there is reconciliation between man and God. Amen. So we are Christ's ambassadors. Say ambassador. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm ambassador. I'm an ambassador. God is making his appeal through us to the world. We speak for Christ when we plead Come back to God through Christ. Amen. Amen. For God made Christ who never sinned because he was God in the flesh to be the offering, the lamb offering for our sins so that he could, so that we could be made right 
in the sight of God. He sees you through the blood of Jesus. When he looks at you, he looks at you through the blood. Perfect blood. So that we may be made right with God through the blood of Jesus Christ. Give God some praise. Kingdom thinking. Turn to your neighbor. Say kingdom thinking. Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, give Dudamus power, anointing, move Tracy out of the way. Do what only you can do. Allow them to see and hear you. Lord, I can do nothing. But Lord, you can do everything. Saturate this place with your presence. And Father, just even now, get a hold of our thinking. Get a hold of us. Allow us to hear and see what you are saying. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. You would never walk in what God has called you to walk in until you think correctly. (laughs) The battlefield for the Christian is our thinking. Even though we may be in Christ and be a new creation, you would never tap into your power source if we never adapt kingdom thinking and begin to believe what God says about us. Most of us, we we may be saved, but we're, we're still being delivered. Matter of fact, nobody is fully delivered because his truth keeps showing us more and more and more and more. The problem is, is with the Christian that no longer is moving forward, but is stuck right where they are because they're not accepting the truth that is right in front of them. I, I declare breakthrough this morning. Uh, uh, I declare that there's going to be some thinking that's going to be changed this morning. Because until we recognize that the battle is in our thinking, we will always be stuck with what we're thinking. Hallelujah. Listen, listen, you, you are an ambassador. It's not what you do, it's who you are. But until we see ourselves properly, we would never be proclaimers. So, so prophet is a proclaimer, which means that you have the responsibility to tell folks what he did for you. Listen, you ought to be bold in that thing. Y'all not be ashamed. Matter of fact, matter of fact, you ought to tell your story of what you used to be because you can say, I'm not that no more because Jesus came into my life and brought about a change. Listen, it wasn't even a mental decision. The spirit came in you and there was a change. If you've really been saved, there was something on the inside that changed your attitude change your, it's a miracle. I, I'm 
looking at a room full of miracle people. Because if you've been saved, you're a miracle. I know I'm a miracle because I know what I used to be. But when God snatched me back, I haven't been the same since. Oh, he's good. Hold on, let's, let's move quickly. We are also intercessors, which means that you ought to know you got the right to touch heaven for earthly situations. You ought to know I got the right to pray. I can call on my heavenly father anytime. As a matter of fact, I feel the spirit move me to pray. But, you know, when, when you know there's power in your praying, you will pray with anybody anywhere. Have you been released to pray for folks? Do you know that you can touch heaven for situations? Instead of fussing that truck, pray for him. Because God can even change his heart. Why? Watch this. And we got the power to step in and change things around the world. When, 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 you, when you begin to step in who you are, it begins, to, you begin to step into it. But it begins with a change of that. You, when you walk into a room, you ought to change the atmosphere. When you, when, you, when you know that you are royalty, you begin to walk like royalty. You begin to think like royalty. I'm my father's child. I mean, it don't make me better, but I can't deny who I am. <laughs> I mean, you ought to lift people up. Where, where in the world did we get this place that you think you better than somebody for something you couldn't, that you didn't do yourself? Everything you got is a gift. It's been by grace. God gave it to you. So it don't make you better. But when you know who you are, there's a certain amount of, of just you got the it factor. You know how to love folks that's unlovable. You, you, you walk in and, and people like when you walk in because there's just a presence about you. It lifts other people up. Is your thinking high thinking or low thinking? Wait a minute, don't, don't jump too quick. It, God is calling us because when we are children of his, our thinking is now we adapt his mindset. We adapt a different mindset than what the world adapts. But, but hold on, hold on. It, it's more than just church talk. Huh. I mean, I mean it, this all be talk that you that you saying to yourself and watch this and the, and the more you read God is planting seeds or, or he is planting eggs in your nest of your mind so that you can think better but but wait a minute there's a problem there's a problem Satan don't want you to walk in who you are we have a spiritual enemy that tries to get into our thinking and keep us at a low thinking so that we can't talk, tap into the power of who we are in Christ Jesus. 
You know, God has a way of using nature as an example. One of the things that I found out is the choir, I think I preached this at First Baptist, but I'm bringing it here. There's a thing called the cuckoo bird. I don't know why they call him the cuckoo bird, because he's not all that cuckoo. Matter of fact, he is geniusly insidious. The cuckoo bird don't want to raise its own babies. So it waits until you leave out the nest and lay its baby in your nest. <laughs> Insidious. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let, me, let me go a little bit farther. He not only, she don't only leave her eggs in your nest, but Satan is trying to plant his thoughts in your mind. Let me show you how bad that is. The cuckoo bird hatches before the other eggs do. You know what it's trying to do? Throw out the other eggs. Listen, so now this bird is raising a bird that is not her own. Hold on, wait a minute. It's, it, look at it. brand new baby and it's already saying what's it Satan thoughts is trying to cast out the thoughts that God planned in you your purpose your destiny look it's working hard listen look 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 nature gives us a picture of what's happening in your mind right now some of y'all are not listening to what I'm saying because Satan is, is, is knocking it out the nest. There's been an invasion of something that God didn't give you and it's trying to stop you from being what God has called you to be. Hold on. Sometimes, sometimes the other babies hatch. Because it hatched faster, is stronger than the other babies. And it has an insatiable desire to eat, so it steals the food from the babies and the other babies starve. Listen, an imposter, an implant, an identity that we feed that's not even ours. God didn't give it to you. That's not who you are. We look, it, when you see it, you see how sinister it is. You see how insidious. Insidious means that there is a, a plan, a plot that has set itself up and at first you don't even understand how deceptful it is. It don't start off deceptful, but if you embrace it, the end result is to steal you, kill you spiritually. <laughs> it's a lie that, that and watch this, and we hold on to lies 
and it limits us from walking in who God has called us to be. It starts with a thought, a wrong thought, with unforgiveness, with bitterness, with, with just wrong thinking, even about ourselves. And when God says you are, we say we're not. Well, what have we bought into that we should have kicked out a long time ago? And what it's doing is working against us and not for us. What's this question? Proverbs. He said, the power of life and death is in your own mouth. You know, many times we take this as saying that, that it, is, it, is, it is me speaking in somebody else. That's true. This is the problem. Sometimes what we do, we take what somebody spoke, and instead of rejecting it, we grab onto it. And it's been 20 years ago, and we still calling ourselves what somebody said. Or something happened, and we, and we have never let go of it, and it had, had made us identify ourselves with not being good enough, with not being lo- lovable, and, and we have played out our life based on a lie that Satan planted in our thinking by what happened, by what somebody said, what somebody did, and what we didn't know. It was a signature plan that Satan got in our nest, and everything that God said, it pushes out. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, real. You know what you got to do? Listen, you got to be intentional about that. You got to identify what is not your identity. Listen, if God says you are, you are. And if anything tells you you're not, you immediately got to kick it out. Listen, this is kingdom thinking. Why? Because the only way I'm going to step in, you're going to step in who God called you, is that, that if you take and nurture and feed what God says about you until it becomes... He said, life and death is in the power of tongue. And too many times we stop there. Listen, and those who love it, embrace it, keep thinking on it, keep meditating on it, keep saying it, those who indulge shall eat of its fruit. Hold up, stop right there. The fruit of it is at the top, death or life. But it started as a thought. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I said it about myself. You said it about the, and, and watch it, and it caught. So now I keep saying it. What, what I understand is this. Is that, that, that if I keep on saying it, now I believe it. And now, where God wants me to have life, life more abundantly, I can't produce nothing but death because I allowed this seed. I allowed the cuckoo bird to grow in the nest of my thinking. 
And now what I think about myself is true because it's now controlling my action. And I can't walk in the freedom that God has for me because I keep on looking at this cuckoo bird and embracing and feeding this lie and it's not from God. Satan planted it. At some point, we got to become more disciplined. I was asking a minister this morning, he said, I get up at 4.30 every morning. I said, is that easy? He said, no, man, I don't want to sometimes. He said, but when the alarm ring, I get up. Where, 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 where? Elijah. Elijah, where you at? He, he walked out. There he is. Elijah. Okay. I mean, we are amazed at him on the drums now. Come here. He always been my friend, right? Remember when you used to Uh-oh. get on the drums and then cry? <laughs> yes. Watch this. He was younger and he was playing drums, but when he saw all you folks, and I would walk up to you and what would I say? You remember? <laughs> the cuckoo bird kicked it out. <laughs> I was just playing. I would say, you're my drummer. You're going to be a bad boy on the drums. I was speaking into him, waiting for it to catch hold. You know what God is doing to you? He is speaking into you truth. But you got to let it catch up. If he would have quit, playing the drums, he would not be able to play the way he does because of a little bit of fear that stopped him. He kept on playing. He kept on doing it. He kept now, 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 you don't think about it when you get on those drums. You don't care who's around. When you sit on those drums, you feel at home, don't you? But did it start there? Go get a beat for me. Go, 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 go hit a beat for me. Diligence, practice, perseverance. He did not stop. Do, 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 do what you do the way you do it. to bring forth that would practice diligence, forbearance. I mean, listen, and folks won't get it at first. You know what? You got to get to the place you don't care what nobody says. When God says, I got a gift in you, I got, I got gifting in you, that, that you keep on until you can walk in that thing. 
The devil is a liar and the truth is not in him. Listen, in your thinking, in your own mouth is your own life and death. Now watch this, watch, watch this. Be careful not to speak death on nobody else. Don't be a cuckoo bird. Because sometimes, because we don't understand people, we speak stuff in the them that they're going to embrace and they're going to hinder them. This thing, this thing is powerful. This is key. Listen, 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 listen. This principle works for God, but also Satan know it works for him. The principle works whether it's good or bad. He says life and death. So watch this. So you can't stop the thoughts from coming, but you don't have to let it. You got, you got, you got to kick the thought out. The power is in your own mouth. Listen, you got the power of choice. You got the power of choice. Whoever told you that when you became a Christian, it was going to be easy. For some reason, we don't take and become diligent in working this thing. In order to, to tap into the power of God, you got to work it. Listen, many of us are losing place. Why? Because we know what God has told us to do, and we think we can play with God and not move forward. Listen, God won't take you to the, to the third step until you make the first step. Hold on. And when, watch this, watch this. And when I have said no to God, what I have done now create a space for Satan to come in and lay an egg. When you lay it, when he lays an egg, that leg is going to grow up and it becomes an attitude of rebellion. Because cause, cause, cause saying yes to God is going to move me forward. But saying no to God is going to create a space and Satan is going to come into any vacuum and lay his egg. Because we don't understand spiritual dynamics, we don't understand how this works. But wait a minute. Why would God create the cuckoo bird? Unless he wanted us to see an example how spiritual things work. Because without seeing it, we don't understand it. But once you see it, you say, that's insidious. Well, what you think Satan is? You think he's a game? He's, he's scared of you. He's scared of you being released in the spiritual being that you are. Listen, and, and, and once God blesses you, can't nobody stop you. If God lifts you, he will give you a platform. God will move people out of the way. Those young men say, God will make a way out of nowhere. God will move people out of your way. That's 
why God will fight your battle. Yes, we ought to stand up, but we ought to stand up in who we are in Christ Jesus and know that God will fight your battle. Is there anybody here where God made a way out of nowhere? Is there anybody here God moved your enemy out of the way? Is there anybody here that they said no, but God said yes? Don't tell me what God won't do. Our God is still a miracle worker. Our God still works in the supernatural. Our God still will, will fight your battle. He says to Joshua, I know you got a lot of enemies, but Joshua, you keep my word in your mouth. Keep speaking it, Joshua. Don't turn to the right. Don't turn to the left. He said, he said, he said, as long as you keep your eyes on me, nobody will be able to stand up against you. As long as you keep your eyes on me, it will bring you good success. As long as you keep your eyes on me, I will prosper you. Listen, I, I know Satan is the small g of this world. But our God is God. Y'all hear that? Our God is God. And he will step in just for you. Oh, yes, he will. I, I love the attitude of the three Hebrew boys. Here they are. The king builds this fire because they refused to bow to his God. And they said, he said, he said make it seven times harder. He said, what you think now? They said, our God is able. And even if he don't, we know where we're going. So King, do your worst, because we know in whom we believe. Our God is an awesome God. Well, what's the difference between David and the rest of the Israelites when they see Goliath? He brings God into it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That means in every situation, you have to bring God into it and allow God to stand up. Did you know the Christ in you will stand up and give you power to do what you can't do? Uh, somebody don't hear me. Did you, did you know that, that when you pray about everything, God, and, and, and what's this? And, and instead of complaining in prayer, Oh, y'all don't hear me. Listen, listen, you know, you know, uh, listen. I, I believe in telling him everything. I tell him the good, the bad, and the ugly. And sometimes I'm the ugly. Since he knows anyway, I tell him all that too. I tell him, but I don't like what he's doing. I don't like that I'm at. I don't like, I just tell him. He knows what I'm feeling anyway. But what I'm telling, the Holy Ghost inside of me start working on me. So, so after I tell him, I, I, I guess I said, thank you. Wait a minute, I haven't seen nothing yet. But I gave it to my father. When I give it to my father, it's in his hand. I don't have to say it again. I just say thank you. So the next day, Lord, I know you're walking it out. I don't know where. Thank you. Lord, remember what we talked about a week ago? Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you. God is waiting on you to put faith in him. At some point, we got to quit being weak. In our understanding of him. I'm weak in myself, but I'm strong in him. He is my strength. He is my strong tower. He is my fortress. He is my hiding place. He is my joy. He is my peace. He's my everything. Listen to Jesus. Show us the Father. Have you been with me for so long that you don't know I am the Father? And when you see me, you see him? He said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Allow me to interpret what he's saying. He's saying, I'm your way. Colossians says that by him, by Christ, all things was created. There's nothing that was created in heaven and earth that was not created by him. So in Genesis 1, it is the God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit created everything. One God, three persons. I know it don't make human sense, but God's not human. He's spirit. Okay, so that means he created you in his mind in Genesis 1. In Genesis 1, he created us. Why? Because in Genesis 27, it said he created Adam and Eve, but in his mind, God is a generational God. He created all of mankind, which means that he knew what you was going to go through before you went through it. So, so watch this. Before he started creating in Genesis 1, he already thought it out before he started speaking. Hold, hold, hold on. Hold on. Somebody didn't get that. He didn't just start speaking. He started thinking first. When he thought it all out, he spoke it. But you know what? God is so bad, I think he can do everything so I ain't simultaneously. I got to think about it. Well, God, 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 he, he thinks and speaks at the same time. And when he speaks, everything he speaks into it is already complete. Hold on, hold on. So that means then that your victory has already been won. He just wants you to believe as he walked you to your victory. So he wants you to be obedient to what he showed you because it's already done. He wants you to catch up to the blessing he already set on your path. So I said, so he says, I am your way. I am your truth. I am your life. He comes to you and says, I am your way. 
I am. So watch this. So while you're looking for your truth, your life someplace else, you're missing it because you're not looking at him. We're trying to find outside of him what is only in him. Somebody didn't get it, but let me come see. This is a fish. I took it out of water. Live fish. I got it on this right here. Live fish. Mouth to mouth. I got a dead fish. You know why he's there? I took it out of his element. God created man in his presence. He blew into man. And until we are reconnected, we're dead. And there's nothing that life has that can show you life, give you spiritual life, let you know what you've been created to be, what you've been created to do, to show you your way, to show you the truth about you, because it's in him. That's why he says the truth, which is he is the truth, will continually set you free. The more truth I illuminate to you about me will then show you you, then you will step in more truth, but you got to keep looking at me. The moment you take your eyes off of him, you quit seeing truth. Listen, all truth is really from God. A doctor can come up with a new procedure, and he may not even be a Christian, and that procedure is helpful in the medical field. Did you know that truth came from God? Do you know that? How I know that? Because all truth, he made the human body. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. And when he gives the men the knowledge of discovering whether they save or not, something new about the human body, it ultimately came from We put God in a box, and he's bigger than our box. Our God is an awesome God who is worthy to be praised. Watch what I said. Philippians, Philippians 4, beginning verse, verse 4. He says, he says, he says, he says, rejoice always. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, not, but this watch this. It says, be full of joy. Hold on. Lord, I got H-E-L-L happening around me. And you telling me to be full of joy? Because the only way I can rejoice is if I'm full of joy. He said, but wait a minute. The joy I give you is not on the outside. The joy I give you is on the inside. And if you keep your mind on me, I will fill you with joy in spite of your situation. Because Satan is trying to attack your outside to take the joy and your, and your praise out your mouth. He said, but I did a new thing. I, I did a great thing. I put it on the inside of you that even when you're going through H-E-L-L, you can shame the devil. 
devil and open up your mouth and praise me because you know where I brought you from. And if I brought you through all that, won't I keep you through this? You mean to tell me you're going to let a little problem shut your mouth? No, what, what's too hard for your God? What's too, what's too, what's too, what's too, what's too, what's too for your God? What's too anything for your God? The same God that brought you is the same God that will keep you. Same God. You've been through too much to allow your star to make you sit down and shut up. You ought to have a made up mind. The more hell I go through, the more praise I'm going to give him. Mess with me, devil. Hallelujah. You think I'm praising now. You haven't seen nothing. Stir up the joy. Stir up the joy. Stir up the joy. Stir up the joy. He says again, rejoice. It's double. When supple is double, it means this is important. Your victory is in your mouth. Your deliverance is in your mouth. Open up your mouth when you don't feel like it. Why? Because there's a connection between our thinking and our speaking. Because I got to think about what I speak. So if I'm thinking about praising him, my, I now controlling my thinking. So if, if I quit speaking, I, I, my mind quit thinking. If my mind quit thinking, Satan put other things in my mouth. So what I'm thinking comes out of my mouth. Bless yourself and praise God at all times. Bless yourself and control will come out. When you find yourself going out, you need to catch yourself. When your problems start speaking to you, you need to catch it and say, wait a minute. My God is a good God. The same God that brought me this far is the same God that's going to bring me out of this. So I make a decision to praise him. I don't understand what I'm going through, Lord. I don't know why I hurt so much, but I say I trust you. I say I thank you. See, faith is talking what you believe in spite of what you're going through. Next verse. Next verse, next verse, next verse. Come on, we're running through this so we can get out of here. Next verse, next verse. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all that you do. Listen, just because you had a bad day don't mean you get to act nasty. I'm gonna let that marriate. You got to be careful how you treat other people. The person you just disrespect may be your next blessing. Did you know what you throw out there is coming back? And it's not karma. It's called you reap what you sow. Let's stay biblical on this thing. 
<laughs> okay, go ahead. Remember that the Lord is coming. So, listen, if, if Jesus, you knew Jesus was coming tomorrow, would you change the day? The true answer should be, I'm living as though, the true answer should be, I'm living today as though he is coming tomorrow. Because the truth of the matter is, he could be coming tomorrow. You ought to live every day as though he's coming. So the real answer should be, no, because I'm doing the best I can right now. I may not have it all together, but I'm doing the best I know how to do right now. Ain't talking about perfection. No, I'm working this thing. I'm working this thing. I, I'm trying to keep my mind stayed on him. I'm trying to pray. I'm, trying, I'm working this thing. So, so he's getting the best I got today. I ain't talking about perfection. I know what we're talking about. We're talking about being earnest about what we do for him. Being for real with him. That he is present. He's here. Talk to him and say, he's here right now. He's here right now. You got to live a life where you are spiritually in tune to the Holy Spirit that you know he's here right now. When you walk out of here, he is just as much with me in my car when I'm by myself. It is, listen, listen, uh, you just, you sensitize your spirit that you sense his presence. Next verse. Don't worry about anything. Oh, this is a hard one. What this means is you don't have to allow the world situation to run you crazy. Because our God is in control. Even with Trump in the White House, we have a God that is over him.